What's up everybody? This is Valentina. Welcome to the show Built with VAs and guess where I am right now? I am at Leap Hiking Live, a big real estate conference and if you're not here, if you're in real estate, you're missing out. What are you doing? And since I'm here, I've been getting a lot of questions about virtual assistants and I realized that I've never covered one of the most fundamental topics about the pros and cons of having an international virtual assistant and that's what we're going to do in today's episode. Let's go. At this event, I had a presentation on stage about finding the right pieces for your company, hiring the right people for the right positions. And really, it doesn't matter if you hire someone locally or if you hire someone internationally. The idea is that you have to delegate, you have to hire someone to help you with the workload in your business. But in a lot of times, hiring someone internationally makes a lot of sense. And yet, so people are so afraid of making the step. So let's address today the pros and cons of hiring someone internationally. So let's start with the pros. Number one is increased capacity. Simply put, two heads work better than one. So if you can clone yourself exactly, then you can offload a lot of your tasks to someone else so that you can focus your brain power and your capacity on bigger things to move your business forward. The second reason is the cost. This is a lower cost of doing business, which allows your money to go further and to develop your business faster. Reason number three is a bigger pool of talent. There's so much talent worldwide definitely way more than within a 20 mile radius from your office. So why not explore this option? Reason number four is 24 seven availability. This works, of course, if you hire multiple virtual assistants, don't let one person work 24 seven. I think that's a very uh, clear fact. This works if you have multiple virtual assistants and depending on where they're from, they could actually do the work for you while you're sleeping. So when you wake up, you have a project done or things are moving faster without you being involved in that. And this is especially important for companies that need round the clock customer service or something like that. It's a very, very good uh, idea and a very good way to get this done. Reason number five is that you have no employee related expenses. Well, basically put, let's say if you hire someone locally, you have to worry about benefits, office space, computer and everything else that comes with the territory. When you hire a virtual assistant, you pay for what you need. You pay for the work that's being done. The virtual assistant comes with his or her own computer, own technology, making sure that they, in, they have a good internet and so on. So you just pay, you can either pay per hour, you can pay per project. It's a lot more flexibility and you don't have to worry about all of the other benefits. In fact, if you go to my website, hiretrainvay.com, I have a blog post about the benefits that I use for my team of virtual assistants. So go ahead, check it out. And this is how I keep my team motivated because what motivates people here locally might not work the same way when you hire people internationally. So if you really want to win with a group of international virtual assistants, again, go to my website, hiretrainedva.com and check the blogs that I have there. Everything sounds great. Are there any cons to hiring a virtual assistant? Unfortunately, there are, and not so much cons, but maybe some precautions that before you bring a person on board, something that you need to pay attention to. So let's get right into them, shall we? So number one is it takes time to find the best virtual assistant. Let's say you're placing an ad for a specific role. Be prepared to get an abundance of applications, which unfortunately, the majority of them will not be good. And here's what's happening. If you can find a virtual assistant for, let's say, four to five dollars an hour in some parts of the world, this is a lot of money. This is a big income. Some parts of, of the world, they make five dollars a day. So obviously, when they get five dollars an hour, it's very competitive and very attractive to them, which means a lot of people will apply to work as a virtual assistant. But it doesn't mean that all of them are qualified. In fact, when we accept people in our company at Higher Trained VA, our acceptance rate is so, so small. I have four people on my staff who all they do is they vet candidates, they screen candidates, they watch a ton of applications, 
all of that to only accept 2% of the candidates. So 98% are being rejected. That is how tough it is. That's how many people will apply. So if you have the time, it is totally worth it to have a virtual assistant on board. So if you have the time, just be prepared to go through this. The second precaution is data security. I actually heard this a lot from people that want to work with us. They say, okay, how do I make sure that my data is being secured? Because these are people that are not in my office with me. And it's... so here's the thing. Integrity, unfortunately, is an issue. Whether you hire locally, whether you hire internationally, it doesn't matter. You're working with people. There are ways that we use in our company to minimize data security risk. So for example, uh, when I give access to my virtual assistants, to my team, when I give them access to different softwares, different programs, I use a program that's called LastPass. That allows me to give them access to certain uh, softwares and programs without me having to share my password with them. So if anybody leaves or I have to let someone go, I simply deny the access, but I don't have to, re um, I don't have to replace the passwords every single time, which is a huge time saver and a game changer. So that's why we recommend our clients as well. Another thing that we do in that case is make copies of the spreadsheets that you have. Because if, you, if, you, if your team works in a spreadsheet and let's say you let someone go and out of vengeance, they can do something to a spreadsheet, just regularly make sure you have a backup. It is going to be saving you a lot of headache. Luckily, we never had to deal with this. None of our clients had to deal with this. But just as a precaution, we like to think of the worst case scenario and then just be prepared. So if it happens, we can be prepared for that. So just a precaution. Again, this is not exclusive to just virtual assistants. It can happen to people in your office. You can get virtual assistants, not necessarily from overseas. They can be from your same area, working from home. Whoever you work with, this is just an extra step to help you protect your data. Precaution number three is... Sometimes virtual assistants prefer to work with multiple clients. If you're okay with that, great. If not, then you have to ask in more questions at the, on the interview stage to understand whether you and the virtual assistants are aligned. In our company, we have a very strong policy against moonlighting. We don't want our virtual assistants to be working for other companies or for other clients. And the reason for that is when we place a virtual assistant with one of our companies, one of our clients, we want them to be loyal and dedicated to the company and not stretch themselves too thin by servicing two or three masters, so to speak. To us, it's very important that we have this dedication and we have this loyalty. You might be thinking, okay, what if I don't have enough work for a virtual assistant to keep them busy eight hours a day? You might actually need them for eight hours a day and maybe you don't know it. We actually have a file, 100 plus tasks you can delegate to a virtual assistant. I will leave the resource here, go through it and see maybe if you're doing some of the tasks on this list, then that task could be delegated to someone for $5 an hour. So a virtual assistant can do a lot more than maybe what you have them do or maybe one task that you have in mind for them. However, you might say, okay, what if I don't have the financial resources to pay them? I could make a whole nother episode on financial resources on how to hire a VA and how to think about this from a financial point of view. But the idea is simple. You hire someone that's going to bring you a good ROI. It doesn't matter how much you pay a virtual assistant, as long as they bring you two times, three times, four times that amount of money. That's the ROI. That's really what counts. So before you bring someone on board, make sure to address this topic. And if you have eight hours of work for them for, per day, make sure to emphasize how are they incentivized? Are you, are you giving them any bonuses? Is there any performance um, appreciation or something like that? They would really want to know where you stand and you know what to expect from them as well. So precaution number four is language barrier. Again, I don't like to call them cons because they're not really cons of with hiring and working remotely, it's just a precaution. So a lot of the times people ask me, okay, well, what about 
language barrier? Do they speak English just as well as we do? Well, you would be surprised how fluently people abroad speak English. And yes, there are sometimes candidates who, whose English is not so good and they may not understand the lingo or the jargon or, you know, the terminology that comes or even sometimes the sarcasm, the American sarcasm. But there are a lot of people who do understand that. It's just very important before you bring someone on board to have this conversation and, and give, put them to a little test. If you hire someone as a call caller, give them a situation where you are a little bit sarcastic and see how, how they would handle Like For example, yeah, I'll sell my house for a million dollars. You got a million dollars and see how they respond, see if they understand the sarcasm. Or, or if you need a copywriter, or if you need someone who, write, uh, who writes blogs for you, you want to give them maybe a small little task to just kind of see what they give you back but, and see maybe the, the terms, the terminology just to be sure, it's just a precaution. But once you understand that that person is capable, you will have more peace of mind to delegate bigger tasks and more important tasks. But no matter how well they present themselves at the interview, when they give you their first piece of work, when they work for you, check it, give them feedback, let them know where they stand, let them know what your standards are and how you want things to be done. So it's really not impossible. There's so many companies that are doing this. It is such a good way to move your business forward with international talent. Number five is potential for abandonment. I can't tell you how many times I'm asking, well, what if my VA ghosts me? What if they leave? What if this happens? What if one time I, I try to send them a message and they don't, they don't respond back? Well, again, here's the thing. Um, abandonment is not exclusive to virtual assistants. It can happen here when you hire people locally, if you work with contractors and then you might not get a hold of them. This is just, again, this is a human, behavior it has nothing to do with uh, with culture with nationality it's just just individual behavior but this is what we do to make sure we minimize this risk so first of all i look at the resume and if i see a lot of gaps in the resume i want to make sure i address them but more importantly i want to look at how long they stayed with different companies i want to look at track records they had if i see someone job hopping let's say they work two months here two months there two months somewhere else I don't even want to interview that person. Now, sometimes it happens that you stayed at a job for two months for whatever reason. But if this is a pattern, if this is happening over years and years of, of throughout their whole career, then this, I think this is more of a, of, of a candidate issue than anything else. So usually when I look at resumes, I don't even interview candidates like that because I'm afraid that that's exactly what they're going to do to me. I, I will put so much effort and time into training them and um, hoping that they will to help my business and then they leave. That's how we do it. But if I look at track records, if I see someone that's reliable, I also see how they present themselves at the interview and how they write me a message, how much they really want to work with me. And believe me, there are a ton of people who will be so grateful for the opportunity to serve you and to work with you. So you really want to find those people. Just Pay attention. You don't have to hire out of desperation. Don't hire anyone just because you need to fill that position. Take your time and find the right piece for your company, the right person. At this event, I had a presentation about how to hire and I made this analogy of Tetris. It's like playing Tetris. You know, you have different shapes and all of that, but unless you're strategic about it, it wouldn't work. You can't place those pieces randomly because that's going to be a disaster. That's not how you score high. That's not how you clear lines. Instead, what you want to do is you want to make sure you find pieces that complement each other, that work together well so that you can strategically move forward. It's exactly the same way in business. All right, so what's the takeaway here? The takeaway is that we don't live in a perfect world and we don't have a crystal ball to know how things are going to turn out. 
but we can't move forward unless we take some risks in the company. Whether you hire someone locally, whether you hire someone internationally, there's no excuse to say that I can't find good people. Not everyone is going to be a good culture fit with you. Not everyone will see things the way you see it, but there are so many people who will be grateful to have the opportunity to serve you and to work with you and grow with you. I see this in my company. I see this in, with the clients that we service and we can help you. If you're still struggling to find the right person in your team, reach out to us, go to our website, hiretrainv.com, book a call with us. Let us just have a natural conversation and see what we can do for you, if we can help you in that situation and if it makes sense for you as well. So book a call with us, hiretrainv.com. Let's talk. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next time. Oh, 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 o